Welcome to Off Market, a look at the Perth property market from the people who are working in the trenches. Join me, Shane Beaumont, Ross Hunter, and a special guest each fortnight as we dissect the latest property news and break down what's really happening in the different pockets of Perth. If you'd rather watch, you can find us on our Facebook page at Crib Creative Perth. Enjoy. to Off Market, the show where we talk about Perth property with the Perth property people. Welcome back, Shane and Roscoe. Thanks, yes, Jess. Good to see you. The market is heating up, guys, and the media are finally catching up with what you guys have been saying for Definitely. a couple of months now, I would say. Yes, a couple of months. Come on, it's been yeah, six, mate. We're, we are way ahead of the curve. What are they called? Rostradamus is in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a call. Um, we are in another absolutely stunning location today. Thank Beautiful. you to the team at Oswald Homes for hosting us mm. at uh, Kalari House, which is their city beach display. Um, beautiful. Have you guys had a look around? Had a wander Very around. Stunning. It's really stunning. stunning. We're sitting in the small little living area, um, but Chris is going to show you around. It is open on Saturdays and Sundays from 1pm till 4pm. If you do want to come and check it out, just call the team at Oswald Homes. Um, how's the last couple of weeks been for you guys? Hectic. Hectic. Well, one of the weeks was at Rottnest. I was hectically doing nothing. God, so <laughs> that was okay. Frantic. <laughs> Frantically doing the, uh, nothing. Yeah. I took a great photo of the quacker. Why would you put it? Do you know, you know that, that photo? People have wanted to use that photo. They've called me an influencer. Oh, Federer. <laughs> Federer. Nadal. Hewitt. Now Hunter. Ross. Hunter. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> We're going to go straight into Under the Hammer. We've had quite a few agents sending us in their results for this week. Lots of good stuff happening around Perth. I've got a bit of a list here, so I'm going to kick it off. Roscoe. Yeah. Someone, a couple from your agency, which is good to see. Yep, yep. Simon McGrath contacted me. Uh, he sold a Subiaco property via open negotiation. Uh, it was appraised at 80, 80, 130. Right. <laughs> I think it was like 86. 86,000. That would have been a good buy. That's yeah. when he probably he started. Yeah. Real <laughs> <laughs> 1886. <laughs> right, right. 830 to 870. He had 56 groups through, first home open. Yeah. Uh, seven registered bidders end yeah. up selling it for 1.1. Yeah. So very, very good result there. Massive. Um, and if you're interested in reading some very good property copy, mm. which there isn't too much around, that is a very good example of it. Mm. Um, Chris Jones from Davey Real Estate said he um, he's selling most properties um, t- 10 to 20% higher than sales evidence would suggest at the moment. So the market's moving. Mm. I think it's a really important point there because obviously the sales evidence that's settling now, unfortunately, was on the it's back of COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. So... A good agents should understand they can't really go in there and say, well, this sold in 1st of June because that's a fact. It'll probably at the market in April. Mm. Um, you really have to almost try and find that live data. Yeah. And, and your more dominant agents are obviously going to have that info because they're yeah. the ones selling it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, real, it's real-time data. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we are seeing for the first time valuations lagging for that exact point. Yeah, yeah right. Um, so agents want to be going there with sales and saying this is what we used because mm. mm-hmm. the valuers won't be privy to that sometimes. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, David Airy from Airy Real Estate has sale in Mount Claremont. First time open, uh, he got an offer that it was 100K over sales evidence yeah. um, and then ended up selling before auction after several more offers came through. Yeah. Um, Lisa Buckley shared a flat she had on the market for 230 270 and was sold for 290 within five days. Yeah. Um, 
amazing. Chelsea Lansdowne from Ray White, Mosman Park, Cottesloe, um, tells us about a rental they had in the market for 1800 per week. Tenants offered 1950 per week to secure it up sight unseen. Mm. So, I just saw yeah. some footage on your Instagram or yeah. uh, the office Instagram of people lining up one in Inaloo. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was oh, look, it's and well, it comes back to that sale you got there for, for Lisa Buckley. You know, what's really interesting about that, beat the rental, beat the sales market at that sort of 250, 270, which is almost the forgotten market. Mm. People, everybody talks about all the big sales, mm. the Hollywood sales, which is all nice, but that's the forgotten market as far as commentary goes. Mm. And I find that really fascinating because all of a sudden we've seen that market really get some gravitas, which mm-hmm. hasn't happened for a very long time. So I actually think it's a really important market to watch yeah. um, as an indicator of, of what's really going on. So, um, and be at the rental market the same, at that level. I just quickly, we do have Jamie sitting in the corner and a lot of the this stuff that we've just spoken about was Western Suburbs. Mm. Jamie, you're East Vic Park based. Can I ask if you've had any kind of incredible results that you wanted to share from a different, slightly different market? I think leasing overall, we're probably looking at an average of 15 to 30 people at a home open, first home open, and probably on average 10 applications per property. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And good quality applications from what we're hearing. Mm. Like before, it's sort of, oh, do we take a chance? But yeah. I think the people that were just skimming through because there's no one else. Yeah, um, they're going to struggle. Yeah. I mean, and the other interesting thing about applications, Jamie, we're seeing people actually going to the effort to ask other people, mm. "What do you need to yeah. do to actually um, have your application?" It's mm. almost um, I'm putting a CV in for a yeah. job. Yeah. How do I write the best mm. CV possible? People are taking the application seriously, wanting to make sure they pop. I'm going to stop you there because we're skipping ahead. Sorry, and we are going to get Jamie on to the show a little bit. In a little bit to talk me. exactly really? about that. You've been putting our spot, mate. Yeah, definitely. I know. Well, well I want okay, to so we'll get back on point. I'm on point. We're on point. Um, keep it up, Thanks, mate. Keep it up, Ross. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the, the moral of the story, guys, is things aren't moving. We're yeah. very excited. We're more excited than we were a month yeah. ago. And what Ross said about that entry level housing, what people forget, at 700, it's been hot for a while mm. because people are typically going up or down the real mm-hmm. estate ladder. Mm. We need that entry level to kick so that negative equity gets chewed up mm-hmm. and those people at 300 can go to 500 and it flows on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, state government, not, well, I guess I am whinging, no first homeowners grant. They could have had this happen a while back, mm. um, but fingers crossed. But then that, that market too, though, Shane, we talked today's property management mm. um, focus, but then the, that, that market is very important because mm. what we've got at the moment is a shortage of um, mm. investor um, investors out there has mm. been for a long time. Investment property, so rentals, which mm. are really tight at the moment. So all of a sudden, there's confidence mm. in that market, which is going to bring investors back in the market for the first time. They can mm. see capital growth and they can see a decent return. And that's the first market mm. the investors head into yeah. is that level. So and then, uh, one the thing on that, here. like I don't, I think quite often you hear on the radio agents saying we want a grant. I don't think I'll sell more properties because it's a first homeowners grant. Mm. But what I do know is when you've got a rental crisis and you can't help people get into the market as an owner, mm. you're always going to have a rental crisis. Mm. So that's what it's about. Not about agents making more sales because I don't think it will happen. In fact, mm. some buyers you know, that might change things. But yeah. it's about actually freeing up property in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. All right. On that note, we're quickly going to talk about um, for the real press this week, the federal budget, which was released mm. Um, mm. this week. A uh, couple of things of note for the real estate sector. Um, tax cuts, backdated to July 1. Um, expanded first home buyers deposit scheme, which has increased the purchase price of property from $750 to $950. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Shane, you're looking sad about that. Didn't not unestablished. Mm. Not unestablished. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway. The same the same old story. Um and increase Sorry. No, got a new home rep. Yes, so probably, he, he's he's laughing. I can actually yeah. hear him chuckling in the background. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. on Instagram, yeah, I can yeah. see him. Yeah. Um, so we're driving Volkswagen because he's driving Porsche. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um the final one which we uh, I guess noted was an increase in spending on infrastructure, mm. um, which, as we've talked about before, really does have a direct mm. impact on property yeah. prices in those areas. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and as we said before, the infrastructure, which was spoken, you know, the investment by the WA government, we actually seen it out there on the roads and cranes and roadworks and all those things are happening now. So, and once again, it all streams back to confidence. Mm. And something Shane said off camera, which I think is really important. As you said, we're the only state that's you know, not, not, not in a recession. Not recession. So I think we've felt that for quite some time. Yeah. There's been a better energy about the place, but to actually have the press saying WA is the only literally state or island as we refer to ourselves mm. um, that isn't in recession is a pretty powerful message. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think families looking to move to WA, there would be trades because I think it's not just mining. Whilst mining gets Seriously. all the limelight, yeah. all this building that's happening, we're mm. going to need more chippies, more mm. concreters, more plumbers. Um, Having that confidence you are going to get work is really good because ultimately we need immigration. That was one of the things that I didn't mention when I was saying about Chris Jones from Davies Mm. Results. He actually mentioned that he's selling um, a couple that are sight unseen to East Coast buyers, which we've spoken about already. So very interesting. All right, guys, we're going to go into in the industry, but we're mixing things up. Normally we don't invite our guests on just yet, but we are going to today. So please come on down. We've got Jamie Horner from Empire Estate Agents. James, best one in front of the camera. No, Chris told her not to do that. (laughs) So she's doing the right thing. I'm the director. I, I did drama at school, and that's called masking. Mask? Ma- oh, yeah. masking. Um, so Jamie is the licensee and principal at Empire Estate Agents, and you guys are just killing the property management game, which is why we wanted to invite you on. We want to do a bit of a property management focus this mm. week. Obviously, vacancy rates are at an eight-year low, one point three percent, and you know the media is kind of cottoning onto that and really kind of talking about it a lot. So we wanted to chat to you about that. Um, can we start with the basics, I guess, and for people who maybe don't understand, what are the kind of factors that have led us to where we are right now? I think for a lot of tenants, because I think they're probably the most hit at the moment, I will say that investors as well, but for tenants, I think it's come as a bit of a shock. Mm. So the media sort of let them know that it got crazy about two months ago, but in reality, it actually started earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, In reality, you need about 7,000 rental properties to be available in stock for supply to meet demand. And when I mean supply to meet demand, I mean five people at home opens, you know, a couple of applications, rent's going up $10 per week. Mm -hmm. We just went under Mm 3,000. So five years ago, we had 13,000 rental properties, but every single year we've roughly absorbed 3,000. So we're literally at a stage where... You know, you talk about it being a 1.3% vacancy rate. If we actually took away apartments Mm. in the CBD area, Mm. you're probably actually talking about a 0.5% in reality for outside that area. Okay. And so what has led to that? From the outset, I guess, with lack of building, um, lack of people getting into the marketplace as first home buyers, because I guess in essence they've had it pretty easy. Rents haven't been going up. Um, do you think that the, it caught them napping to a degree? I think we had we had a massive shortfall. So I mm. don't know if people remember homelessness, people sleeping in cars, 2010, 11, 12. <laughs> yeah. We did a lot of 
good things in the sense of moving construction on, you know, JDAP, all mm. those sort of things. Construction, investment, a lot of people bought properties and mm. we went from probably having 8,000 rental properties to having 13,000. Mm. So we almost had double what we needed. Yep. Rents therefore went, demand, mm. it's interesting, people keep saying to me, are there more people coming here and that's why. Demands mm. actually stayed constant. Mm. Mm. We had a huge oversupply in 2013, got up to 13,000 properties. But every year we've just chipped away 2,000, mm. 3,000, 3,000 properties. But most of my owners are long-term investors and they will probably buy a property every two or three years. They're mm. just mum and dad, mm. but they haven't bought a property in the last five years. Yeah. So we just don't have that supply. I mean, you guys mm. do a lot of selling. Mm. How many people in the last five years have bought a property out of investment yeah. purposes? Well, the ones that have, unfortunately, probably four or five years ago, they felt they got burnt. Mm. Um, but uh, we say to them, you only get burnt if you're selling. Yeah. You're getting in. Like I think anyone that's brought in the last four or five years, looking back, I think they're going to do well. They mm. really are. Mm. Um, but you're right, because they've sort of had the LVR and their own property come down, they're typically that equity using that line of credit has, I guess, pulled back. Yeah. So it's taken a lot of people out of the marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, that is a general rule, but they still believe it's a good thing to go into buying property. But it just unfortunately hasn't been friendly to them for that, yeah, for that I situation. I think the last five years have yeah. been hard. So yeah. they're a bit shy, but we we absolutely mm. need them to come back yeah. into the market. We're, yeah. we're sort of talking critical levels at the yeah. moment. How do you think the emergency period that we're in right now is affecting that as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, Demers did come out and give us an explanation on the extension. Mm. I must admit, we're probably all up in arms. Uh, mm. Queensland were quite good. They basically said, those that are affected, mm -hmm. let's have a legislation for them. Let's look at grants for them. But for everyone else, let's put them back to the free market. Mm -hmm. So we've had six months of rent not going up and now we've got another six rent of not, mm -hmm. months of rent not going up, which means that investors are going, oh, mm -hmm. I still can't technically get the right landlord in protection insurance still, yeah, worry what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I've had owners who have said that because they can't get their landlord mm -hmm. protection insurance, they're not going to put their property up for rent. They'd rather mm -hmm. just leave it empty. Can mm -hmm. you explain why that is? So when COVID hit, mm -hmm. a lot of landlord insurers are removed either basically set a moratorium on taking out new mm -hmm. policies mm -hmm. or we would remove rent default. Mm -hmm. Right. So we've got a lot of owners that have got a lot of concerns, but we need them back in the market. Mm. Um, if, like I said to you, if you took out Perth, East Perth, North Perth, Burswood, mm. we're down to 2,000 properties mm. and we need 6,000. Yeah. That's, it's yeah. interesting that number because when I think 2006, 2007, when the real estate market for selling was at a crisis point, it got down to 4,000 mm. properties in the market. I think they say about 12 to 13,000 is the healthy that's number. The hum, that's the yeah. perfect hum number. And we're yeah. at sort of 10,300. So normally one market's going and one's not, but at the moment both are yeah. pretty buoyant. Mm. I think March, come March, those rent increases are going to be huge. Edible root shock. Yeah. 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 So it's a bit scary you... that, but the landlord insurance, that's not really fair. I guess the yeah. government bringing a policy. When are insurers fair, Shane? Um, well, it's very Tell very me that. Story, They're like banks. They, talk give, about they give you an umbrella when the sun shines um, and they take it away when it rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. But it, I just don't think you can actually have a government policy brought in, which makes it, in essence, illegal to do something. But then they take the policy away, protecting you from that. But yeah. that's yeah. modern-day mafia. You're preaching to the choir, mate. Yeah. Oh, Tell me um, very quickly, how are you managing people who are missing out at the moment? It's, look, I must admit, we've gone from 
aggression when you tell people that they weren't accepted because they didn't know it was a crazy market. So a lot of people were actually, wow, is that why I was actually denied? I didn't realise it was. I think it hit people pretty mm. quickly. Mm. Um, but you also go into the fact that we, the WA Property Managers page is a great one. They Everyone in town shares a lot of information. But I had a PM recently put up that people were aggressive at home opens. Mm. People were pushy, you know, 30, mm. 40 people. So the hard thing also is, is that, you know, you're also getting 10 applications, which means mm. that you're looking at a 90% rate mm. of people not getting a property mm. um, and you've got to admit that at least three or four of them need a property they weren't mm. moving out of home it wasn't an optional yeah. thing so I think you've got that aggression and those sort of things but so the market has quickly changed where some property managers are even saying application first mm. and then you get to see mm. um, right. because it's just that I mean housing is a natural need for everyone and we're just at a crisis level mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we've had a couple of home opens where the buyers who were keen had been ragging out the property in front of other buyers. Yeah, yeah. To put them ragging off. it like yeah. hard, yeah. pointing yeah. out things, and they go, "So, jump it off." I remember the people. It's unbelievable. I in um, in Sydney, 2010, 2012, I remember them to, like people looking for houses in a mm. similar kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we're going to roll into hood highlight, but we're going to stay on the same theme. Mm. So, really, it's one thing, not that we're making it two. Um, Tell me, you've obviously said there's a lot of stock in Perth, East Perth, North Perth. What's the kind of stock that's really, really under, there's none of it? Um, houses. Just mm -hmm. any houses. Yes. Houses. Uh, and in reality, modern apartments are fine, but when you're looking at houses, if you're looking at houses in your northern suburbs, your mm. western suburbs, anything within a 10K Mm. CBD range, you're looking at applications 150 above asking price. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, and when I say aggressiveness at home open, it's people are wanting your time. They want to secure that home. Mm. They want to know what they can get it. Um, offering it. Look, I suppose people are just at that desperate price, but houses still probably are not necessarily what investors go for. Mm -hmm. So there is limited supply. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maintenance, lack of depreciation. Big family homes aren't yeah. a natural investors yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you asked the question before, what are some tips for renters in preparing their application? Be nice to your property manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is going to sound funny. Don't park in the driveway because when I come in, I want to park in the driveway. No, it's it's more the fact that the application form, the application form, I honestly, this is going to sound weird, but fill it in. I had some tenants and I spent about 20 minutes with them explaining them because they'd probably been rejected on about 35 properties and it's wow. a bit soul destroying. Mm. But when they did actually apply for the property, one of them hadn't even filled it in correctly. Mm. So this is going to sound, um, you know, if a property manager's got 10 applications, just like you do for a property, mm. you're going to see which one you can check in a manner quickly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I would say reference itself. written references mm. make all the difference. And mm. I almost mean pet references. So mm. people have a reference for their pet. They have a copy of their lease. They have written references because it just means that you could pick up that application and it's all done. Everything's there. If not, you could probably spend two hours assessing an application as opposed to looking at one that's got all yeah. everything filled in and the paperwork attached. It's like when you're applying for a job. You know, mm. Alana and I always say if you don't haven't bothered to write a cover mm. letter that addresses me directly and mm. talks about the place of work mm. that you're applying for, mm. I'm not going to look at your resume. Sorry. Would it be a good um, idea to take a photo of yourself homeless in a car? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is where I'm we're at. I'm not sure if that... <laughs> is that an, uh, a But I would also say do not call the property manager five times after mm. you've put the application in. Okay. So give them some time, but also to, if you've, I'm, and I'm serious, pay slips, mm. all those sort of things. The easier that you make it for mm. a decision to be made, you've you got to think about it. You've got 10 other people that are also just as desperate for that property. Mm -hmm. So what does this mean for the market? Like what would your advice be to an investor right now 
buy. Bye. I've got some great stock too. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's what, it, just on that, with you're talking about the vacancy and good tenants being, I guess, um, upset because they're not getting one. We had a situation, we've sold a property, the tenant had every intention to move out of the home. Um, FIFO worker, nurse, um, mature kids, great candidate. They missed out on 10 family homes. We couldn't get the property vacant for settlement. The owner ended up getting hit with penalty interest on 19 days, but they put 10 brilliant applications in. There couldn't be better tenants, legitimately. So it is really tough out there for, for many of them. You know? yeah. And no no one was, wasn't the tenant being difficult, wasn't the owner being difficult. It's just the current situation. Just where it's at at mm -hmm. the moment. What? How do you anticipate this is gonna go over the next six months? 28th of March will be scary. Mm -hmm. um, even if we just kept going on the same track that we're going on. So I actually think we've had extra stock come into the market because a lot of Airbnb have come in. Mm -hmm. So they're going to leave the market as mm -hmm. soon as we're obviously open, which means that everyone's saying, well, how about all that supply that's mm -hmm. coming? I think we're also gonna lose some. So let's assume we don't add or take any mm -hmm. in March. It means that we've still got critically low levels. So mm -hmm. I think it means price increases and, and people desperate mm -hmm. to, to get in. Mm -hmm. okay. I think, and that I guess with interest rates being low, I mean, I'm not trying to just push sales, but a lot of people, if they've got the equity, they've got the money, got the deposit, they should be really looking to get into the market. Mm. We spoke to the guys at Keystart the other week. Yeah. Um, they're actually probably, well, they would be paying less in a mortgage than rent. Than rent. So, the same property, yeah. the equivalent property, yeah. Um, we need incentives on both ends. Investors to get mm. back into the market then, rather than mm. the other way, which is going at the moment, and to reduce demand get mm. those people that can buy, but also to lenders are being mm. still difficult. I think mm. we need government to move on lenders and also it's, opening it's up there. It's talk of that now, isn't it? They're meant, meant to be looking at that. Lenders area, are supposed mm. to be, but... Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. That was a very interesting conversation, Jamie. Thank you so much. Yeah. Really enjoyed that. Any final questions? She made... She's quite intelligent. She's brilliant. She showed out to <laughs> Shane and I. <laughs> Shout out to um, West Coast Thanks, Property Training who recommended you for the show. <laughs> Um, Roscoe. This is where I get to be yeah. intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you get to lift the hood. This is it, mate. Under the hood. Jamie. Oh, my hood. Yeah. Oh, hood. okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Where do you oh. live? Over. Do you live in the same? No, I'm in, I'm in South Perth. She's in South Perth. I'm a Southie. Southie. Yeah. It's where yeah. the, good, it's the yeah. good people hang. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Jamie, most when, important. When you make it in Vic Park, you move to South Perth. Okay. Uh, that's a, we'll work with that, all right? <laughs> Most important part of the show. Come on, you guys, get on point, right? We're on point. Jamie, what's your career highlight thus far? Other than, oh. this? Other than today. Okay. Yeah. If we had to exclude this one, that, I don't, no, this I'm not it. a, no, okay, then I don't have any. A little bit of background. You've been in property management and real estate for 20 years, is that correct? Yes, yeah. 23 years. Yeah. Um, but I sort of, I love sport, so the way I look at it is it's like you played one game, there's no need to celebrate, go on and move on to the next. So, love that. Okay. So I'm one of those, just keep moving on. Beautiful. Yeah. God, when we used to play a game, you get drunk and then go, <laughs> you know, that's okay. <laughs> Jamie, COVID finishes, it's over, gates are lifted, we can travel. What's, what's your bucket list place? Where, oh. what's the Do I have to take the kids or can I leave them behind? Sense of kids, no kids. Okay, yeah. no kids. I'd say Canada. Canada. Yes. Like I think Canada, I think Canadians are like Australians. Mm. We okay. won't talk about their, we won't talk about the their neighbours at the moment, but okay. winter or summer? Snow. Snow. Snow? Okay. Mm. Very good. Nice Very one. good. I like that. Okay, so because you have so much time on your hands now, because you've got a you know, you've got no vacancies, you're oh. chilling out a lot. 
<laughs> so you got you watch your Netflix go to with all this spare time. Oh, I'm not a Netflix person. Okay. I, I do like The Witcher, um, but I'm a sports person. Okay. So there's sports what's probably the, what's on your, what's every... What's your go-to sport? Anything. So, yeah. net, well, West Coast killed me last week, yeah, so yeah. we won't talk about that. But yeah. AFL, cricket, football, mm. basketball. Do you have KO? Which yes, been... yes. Do you have KO? Yeah. Do you? Is it my KO account? All right, so let's kick him Okay. Um... What's out, out of everything, Jane? What's your biggest fear? What's what's your oh, work or home or both? Over to you. I'm actually afraid of chickens and birds. Same. Oh, and and like paralyzing chickens. chicken and birds. Like oh, I'll really? put my kid in front of like I'll put them out there over yeah. me if a okay. bird or a chicken goes in. That sort of level. Chickens yeah. are disgusting. Yeah. Do you eat chicken? I like chicken. I do eat chicken. I don't mind eating them. I just okay. yeah, it's. It's a bit paralyzing. Okay. They're like little dinosaurs. They're yeah. beautiful. Pick them up oh, and yeah. they're great. They're okay. crazy legs and crazy. I feel attacked. I, I feel attacked a, when they're near me. I saw a dinosaur. Uh, I actually saw a, a chicken the other day wearing arms. It was quite entertaining. Wearing arms. Like, had like arms Only on. Gozzi. Was that a It was on Facebook. Put it on. It's very funny because he's got like, it looks like a little hair clip in the arms. That really freaks me That sounds like a Jamie, busy day, busy week. Today's Friday. What's your decompression? What do you do to get away from it all? Watch sport. <laughs> Watch sport, play sport, but I'm probably a very good supporter of being in Vic Park, the food and the alcohol shops, yeah. I think. Okay. I which, which is our food and drink. Which is our next this is mm. this is the question. This is for the benefit of Shane and I. Is what's your go-to meal, dish, oh. restaurant? You guys have obviously been to Vic Park, so you know that you mm. could. I think it's the number one Uber Eats place in Australia. Like yeah. it's really? the hot, yeah. yeah. It's wow. it's rated as the Vic. Oh gosh, you could actually start at one. Okay, I'd say Niho Niho Asian Tapas. Okay. It's yeah. awesome. Niho. Yeah, they do a fifty-five dollar feed me. Yeah, yeah. and the food is, is just that, amazing. What's Japanese? Uh, Asian or? infusion. Okay. So right close to the Dutch Trading Co. So you can do both that and really okay. cool. Very Fantastic. Nice. There's nice. coffee. Where's, about coffee? Oh, coffee. Surely this will be interesting. Vic Park coffee. Oh, I don't coffee. drink coffee. Oh, wow. Oh, really? I know. Sorry, but there's... I don't, You're the second Vic Park-based Park agent that we've spoken yeah. to that doesn't drink coffee. But do you know coffee that people wind up last week for an hour and a half for mm. noodles at one of the ramen places? Like, mm. Vic Park is just crazy for food. Mm. Mm. Okay. It, is, yeah. it has got great coffee as well. Mm. Like, we are next to two awesome coffee places. But I'm glad that you went when I lived there. The Imp. That's the one I know. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. And it's a good burger place too. There's yeah, Harvest Espresso, there's mm. Ants, there's Royals. so many. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Thank you. Brilliant. I love that so much. I related on so many levels, yeah. mainly about chickens. The chickens. Um, <laughs> now, before yeah. we break, yeah. any play of the weeks from you two or Jamie? Play of the week is something funny, something great, something, anything you've seen? I've stopped collecting these from cricket? you in the week. Mm. Birds. It sounded like crickets because I didn't have one come to mind. But no. But no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was that little thing. What's going on? That's the beautiful <laughs> nature in City Beach. <laughs> the birds are coming in. Cricket it, infestation. Yeah. I thought you meant watching cricket was your highlight. Yeah, I like I, watching cricket. So did I. But no, I, I could hear crickets. So okay. the play of the week. Play of the week. Shane. 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 Shane's deep soul. Shane just had a stroke on camera. And that's our play of the week. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> I think we'll move on, Jess. On that note, we're wrapping up the show. So that is it from us today. Thank you so much, Jamie.
for joining us Thank and you providing for us with so much insight. Thank you to the team at Oswald Homes for hosting us at the beautiful Kalari House. Once again, if you do want to visit, it's in City Beach, open Saturdays and Sundays at 1pm to 4pm. Um, any topics, results, um, property of cool the week? Properties. Cool we'll properties. some awesome properties get sent through. Oh, yeah. Property of the week. Property of the week. Can we launch my one? Yeah. Cut, go. To, cut to it. Look at this one. It's coming very, very soon. All the details attached. Shame. Amazing. Spacious. Perfect for COVID. It is. Not that we need COVID back, but if you were in lockdown, that's the place you want to be. It's true. It was true. Definitely. There you go. Uh, if you do have a property that you would like to share with us, we are going to start doing property of the week. Anything beautiful, cool, fun, amazing, any different. property, rental, di different, different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rentals or sales, we want to see them. Either tag us in the post or hashtag off market Perth, and we'll find them and we'll share them on the show. The best one on the show. I look forward to seeing them. Thank we you. look forward to seeing them. We do. Yeah. We love property. That's why we do the show. Um, that's it from us. We will see you next time.